here. Uh, we're going to talk some real fun stuff today with my guests. And, you know, I get excited uh, to talk about financials and different things and how you could save money. Chris Fair is my guest. He's a licensed CPA, but he has a much more of a different story than that. Chris, Chris, thanks for stopping by because you figured out that you had a different mission, even though you went for count for, to school to be an accountant. Yeah, that's right, Neil. Thanks for having me on your program. Um, very, very different uh, than your, I guess, typical CPA. Um, I did get to start off working in accounting for the uh, stock and bond portfolio for State Farm Insurance Company and learned an enormous amount, about $100 billion of different investments that set me off on my path. Okay. So when did you figure out it's not CPA? I want to go a different route. State Farm taught you that? You said, okay. Yeah, State yeah, State Farm taught me that. I actually was able to, uh, I was recruited to be part of a team at State Farm to develop the mutual fund family that they ended up selling to the public. So we did a lot of testing. I read a lot of prospectuses, which was not a lot of fun, um, and did some financial modeling. And then we rolled that out to the public. But in the meantime, I was recruited by another insurance company named Horace Mann um, in Springfield, Illinois, to be their president of their broker dealer and their mutual fund family. Uh, so I moved over to that. And at that location, you know, we did an enormous amount there. But after about seven years, I realized that corporate America is really not what I'm cut out for. I'm more entrepreneurial and I want to help individuals and businesses. Uh, so that's when I went out on my own as a wealth advisor. All right. So let's talk wealth advising for businesses today. The reason I'm interested in that because I'm a business myself and you look at so many different people now are getting, especially baby boomers are looking to retire and they don't know what to do with their business, right? right? Some of them don't even sell it, which is crazy, right? And they don't figure out how they're going to do that. So what do you do when you work with businesses? Well, we do an enormous amount. Uh, it, it just depends upon the size of the business. You know, if you've got over $5 million in revenue, we definitely want to look at, hey, maybe a captive insurance company might work for you so you can self-insure and make the margin that your insurance company's going to make. And for the right business, we can even not only make you money on your insurance, but turn that money into tax-free retirement money when you do go to sell the business. Uh, if you're a smaller business, you know, we'll definitely look at compensation systems and things that you can do, the holes in the tax code. And Neil, I explain it this way, and this was stolen, not original by me, but the tax code is a series of red lights and green lights. And a red light is stop, you owe a tax. So those are the estate taxes, income tax, capital gains taxes, all of those are in there. And the industry is focused on, I cannot let my client run a red light, right? Because they'll get in trouble. They'll go to jail or they'll get, you know, have the IRS on them forever. So what what the most of the CPA industry focuses on is compliance with current tax law, which the problem is it changes every year. So really, if you're a red light CPA, which is compliance focused, all you can do is look backwards at what happened last year and try to minimize this year's taxes. But there are green lights in the tax code, which is an exception from paying the tax, paying the tax with someone else's money, creating deductions, using all those things that some people call loopholes that are in the tax code. And it's forward looking. It's right. how do we really move the needle, save hundreds of thousands or maybe millions of dollars for businesses and families over their entire lifetime or multiple lifetimes. So it's a different focus. And it's not the CPA's fault that they're red light focused because they change the rules every year. So you can't do both, but you need both a red light and a green light CPA to help you out. All right. So let's talk about this because there's a lot. 
There's a lot yeah. to unpack, Chris. Sure. And, you're, and, and I heard this one time listening to Robert Kiyosaki about yeah. how businesses are able to uh, not pay as much in taxes because of investing and stuff. This whole insurance company thing. So you basically become an insurance company or is how that really works? It's really that because I heard only first person ever taught me that was watching yeah. Robert Kiyosaki, who I've had yeah. on my show twice, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love his book and his his philosophy. It's really great. So a captive insurance company simply means you're self-insuring. So if let's say you're a, a construction business and you have you know $10 million of revenue every year, well, you're paying for a lot of liability insurance, a lot of insurance on automobiles, work comp, all kinds of other things. And you're maybe not paying for um business interruption insurance, like happened when the lockdowns took place and many construction companies all of a sudden had employees but no revenue. Uh, so what you do is instead of paying for that insurance through an insurance company, you set up your own insurance company, send the premiums to yourself, your own insurance company, and then we'll reinsure, buy some reinsurance for a certain level for catastrophic coverages, but then you'll cover some of the incidental uh, events that happen. And there's a there's a deduction, a part of the tax code called 831B, and what it allows for a captive is to have a tax deduction for those premiums from your company going into your other insurance company, and then tax-free growth inside. And then there are strategies for getting that money out uh, when you retire or sell the business so that the owner can get it out tax-free. So it's almost tip triple tax-free or tax-advantageous, ad tax-deductible on the way in, tax-free growth, tax-free on the way out, if done right. Uh, so it's really an exciting way to um, make money on the margin that the insurance company is making money on, but you're doing it yourself. Let's talk about, this, this is really interesting. Let's talk about business, smaller businesses that are not making $5 million or more in revenue. What do they do to kind of decrease their taxes using insurance and stuff? Sure, sure. Uh, well, a lot of it is compensation systems. Uh, there are Section 162 bonus plans or executive bonus plans, and you can even do use some leverage for those. And what those are are plans that are discriminatory, um, not like a 401k plan where you have to cover everyone or a pension plan where you have to cover all of your employees. But it's using... A, an insurance vehicle to create a tax deferred compensation or an executive bonus plan that allows for, again, usually some tax deduction or, or tax neutral event on the way in and definitely tax free money on the way out. And Neil, you can use this for um, key employees as well to both golden handcuff them to your company with the promise of a large retirement plan. And if something happens to them along the way and they they have an accident or die early, your company gets a key man insurance bonus payout, but their family also gets a large payout that can take you know either a lump sum or up to 10 years of income that they wouldn't otherwise receive in a normal in a normal compensation plan. So the challenges of the of people that don't know this, that's the thing, right? You're educating people, right? Not many yeah. people know about this. Their CPAs usually don't tell them this stuff, right? Well, yeah, they don't. And, and it's not like they teach this to CPAs. They don't teach this to most insurance agents anymore. These used to be very, very popular programs. And in fact, life insurance was the number one employer benefit prior to the advent of 401k plans. Um, 
but it's fallen out of favor. It's complex. And Neil, it's called life insurance. No one likes life insurance because of the name. They they associate it with the, you know, the guy with the plaid suit and who won't stop <laughs> knocking at your door or calling you up. But it's really the hidden part of the tax code. And Ed Slot even says the number one loophole or the number one hole in the tax code is overfunded life insurance. And do you think that'll ever change? The uh... Uh, do I think it'll change? I don't know. It has changed a couple of times, um, most recently in the 1980s, where um, really, really wealthy families and people were dumping an enormous amount of money into life insurance policies that had smaller death benefits and really taking advantage of that tax-free growth inside of it. Well, the IRS didn't like that. They penalized it because it was a tax shelter and it truly was a tax shelter. So what they did is they made a requirement that there has to be a relationship between death benefit and, and the funding or the cash value so that it's a realistic life insurance policy and not a, not a tax shelter. That's rule 7702, getting deep into the weeds. And that means you have to follow some certain basics. But most people think about life insurance as just an expense. It is up to that line of where you put money into it, but there's a whole nother level where you can stuff an enormous amount of money into a life insurance policy that grows tax deferred and can be taken out tax free during your lifetime as supplemental income uh, as long as it's designed correctly. And it's complex. It's very complicated strategies. They have to be administered and monitored every year, but they're, but, but it's a, nothing will beat it over time. Sounds like it. Wow. A lot, a lot of stuff, your, your, your wealth of knowledge. Uh, Chris, well, let's talk about the individual person now. We've talked business because I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I wanted to learn those things. Now I can take that and take that back to my good friend, Alan Porter, and say, Alan, oh, I want to learn more about this stuff. And I'll probably be going back to Chris. But yeah. let's talk about specifically enough the individual. The individual person, how they should use life insurance policies and annuities as a way to, as a really good uh, retirement vehicle? Sure. Uh, well, for an individual, let's say you're not yet retired and you're still working. You can set up one of these plans similar to an executive bonus or a deferred compensation plan that we do for a business or a business owner. You can do that for yourself. And the benefits of that is it's not income limited. So if you make too much money to contribute, for instance, to a Roth IRA, you can contribute a maximum amount to a life insurance policy and then grow a bunch of money tax-free. Um, sometimes it's called a LERP or a life insurance retirement plan. Um, great book out there called The Power of Zero by David McKnight. Chapter five explains this in detail. It's really simple, great book. I've interviewed David, by the way. Yeah, I had yeah, David on my show. Yeah, with, yeah. With Alan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy, I love him. But um, I just wish I had written that book. <laughs> But uh, those are those are great strategies for people. And another one is, let's say you're already retired or really close to retirement, but let's say you're already retired and you've got a significant amount of money trapped in a 401k plan or an IRA. And I say trapped because it hasn't been taxed yet. So if you've got a million dollars in there, you don't really know how much is yours because the IRS hasn't taken their share and they can change how much their share is anytime they want by Congress changing the tax rates. So it's really not yours. How do we rescue that? Well, you can use a life insurance plan to rescue that by taking the money out and instead of converting it to a Roth, converting it to a life insurance retirement plan and designed correctly, we can do that for no taxes out of your pocket as long as there's enough money to work with. All right. 
best place people can find information on you, Chris, where can they go? Well, they can go to Chris uh, or uh, they can go to FF. That's F as in freedom, F as in freedom, wealthandtax.com. So ffwealthandtax.com is my website or send me an email at chris at ffwealthandtax.com. All right. All right. Uh, you're listening and watching the Neil Haley Show. We'll be back in just a moment.